remember when we were strong. Back in the days before King Tenebrae and his royal guard, and the people of Amosran took up their own arms for fun and profit. Before all that, here was just us, the Viridian Outriders. We kept the roads and trails safe and secure, with homes and forts scattered about and locales civilized and not. Time passed, and we have been replaced. And yet, I hear the rumblings and murmurs of the roads being less safe than they had been. Monsters sniffing around in smaller towns and magic acting oddly. Who knows? Maybe we'll be needed again. Hello, and welcome back to Another Path. My name is Chase, and I remain your GM. Today, Erebin, Harper, and Cecil continue on their journey to find Stuart Bailey. Thank you to our backers, Christina, Carlin, and Rin for their support. If you like what you hear, please consider donating to us at patreon.com slash ghostlightmedia, and maybe even consider checking out a few other shows on the network. But with that, sit back, relax, and enjoy your trip down another path. Real quick, I would like to... People have been asking, people have been talking. I would like to go out as a representative of Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop, say that Mm. Mallow Lynn has never been an employee Mm. with the pet Mm. shop. We have no associations Uh. with uh, anyone under the name of Mallow Lynn. There's no connection whatsoever. We are not culpable in these pet-based crimes. All right, well, we're going to transition because as soon as we get into character here... I'm going to notarize that. Perfect. (laughs) Uh, Roll the episode. But a couple of weeks ago, I made a personal investment. I am now the proud owner of a 3D printer. (laughs) Yes, you are. I forgot you said that. Yeah. So what um, is the first thing you printed? The first thing I printed. The first thing. Let me never take it back. I will be right back. I'm going to go grab it. Chase is going to go grab it quickly around the room. Justin, what is it? Uh, I have no idea. Okay, I think that it's a coaster. Griffin, what do you um, got? Dakota figurine. Um, All incorrect. All right, Chase. Decent guesses. It's this adorable little dragon. Oh, oh it's a fat little dragon. Oh, it's yeah, better. Yeah, that's a very good little dragon. I had a coworker recently get into 3D printing and um, found a print for, like, little fidget infinity cubes. That, you know, Ooh. like, can fold out and then back on themselves and then out and back on themselves forever and ever and ever. And they are now scattered around the Institute wherever you go. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, that sounds right. You cannot, like, walk. You, you can't go into anyone's office now without seeing at least one brightly colored fidget cube. Good. Good. As it should be. Good. I have a little, like, gear fidget thing that I... Very long story short, I fucked up the first print for it, but I know what I did wrong, so I need to, so I can fix it now. All part of three D um, printing is just you're gonna fuck up prints. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's like that's what every three D printing TikTok account should be is like. Well, made the raft too thick on this one. Yeah, got to do it again. Uh, it w- fortunately, resin is fairly cheap if slightly toxic, so you know just gotta be careful around it. Oh, it's a but- resin printer. Yeah. You Ooh, and, those um, are neat. Yeah, yeah, no. Like, the detail on them is incredible. But uh, I did also print a dice tower. Very Ooh. cute. Ah. Yeah. 
Does it make noise? Um, I mean, it, it makes noise as it. Uh, here, I'm gonna put some get some foley yeah. on here. Get some foley. Oh, ASMR. Nah, nothing. No. Nope. All right. Mm-mm. Okay. ASMR. It, the uh, Zoom must have filtered it out because it absolutely showed up on my end. I'm, oh yeah, no, I look forward to hearing it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's gonna be great. It'll be great. It's gonna. That's gonna be great. I have a question, Justin. Yes, that is my name. Ha- you're so you are playing a fallen uh, ASMR, correct? Correct. How have we not made any ASMR jokes yet? Well, that is on <laughs> all of y'all. I don't make jokes. Yeah, Justin famously has never made a joke in his entire life. Yeah. yeah. At least not a good one. Because they've never landed? Hey, you know what? If anyone's going to make fun of me, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. All right. <laughs> hey, guys. Yeah, bud. Yeah. Do we want to play a game? Uh, a game, please. Ryan, this is art. Damn straight. Let's go. I want to play an art. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. The rest of the night passes pretty quietly. Erebin, you notice that campfire goes out probably about an hour or so before dawn. When dawn does eventually break out over your camp, I assume at that point you would rouse everybody to get up and get moving. Yeah. I sort of do what Cecil did with uh, Ignis, just sort of make a noise. Boom, 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 boom. Uh, Cecil goes from dead asleep to shoot straight up and just says, Oolong live the king. Is that anything? That's something. I think I can make that. And goes into his what? Tea, tea bag and starts pulling out different roots. And he, uh, I've got an idea. And he goes and starts brewing the tea and gets the the kit kettle kit out of um, out of Ignis's uh, hidey holes. Yep. And starts brewing what they think is a new tea. Um, it's a little bit citrusy, uh, and it is called Oolong Live the King. Cecil dreams of tea. Uh, did our our friends. Make any presents any any further in the night, Araban? Didn't hear anything from them. You'd know if they did. That's true. Okay. Ooh. Give uh, me one second. I've yeah. got something here. I think this'll have caffeine in it. Thank God. Um I while Cecil is raving, um, Harper will go over to Arabin quietly and say, I do have a secret little stash of coffee. If that's your thing, that would just, be if wonderful. We, we just we cannot let Cecil like see it, smell it, anything. So like I've got these little containers that like keep the aromas in, but like you just gotta be really careful about it, okay? Sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> like I love them; they're <laughs> great. I don't know why they take such a hard line on coffee, but like I need that. I'm up late. I'm working nights. I need that. Okay. Um, and I go back to the hidey hole. I have a little a little a little handheld coffee grinder. Um and a couple of like ceramic containers I have made specific with like lids that will specifically intended to like keep the aromas of the coffee in. Mm-hmm. Um and I sneakily prepare some coffee for me <laughs> in Arabin. It's really yeah. more on the road, it's really more of like an espresso shot. Um mm-hmm. For the sake of, like, you know, keeping carrying weight down. But sure. still, it's something, man. It's something. 
the three of you have a lovely i don't know like are are, are y'all big breakfast folk or are you just kind of like please get up, get i'm a halfling yes <laughs> <laughs> most important meal of the day mm-hmm. dad I made wanted... big halfling breakfasts mm-hmm. uh yes big breakfast person but we're talking about like a scone with some jelly right Right, we're not talking about like meats and eggs and pancakes and four courses. Mm-hmm. I think Arobin pulls like a piece of dried meat from a rations pack and just eats it cold. <laughs> yep, I'm definitely making like scrambled eggs with hot sauce. Uh, there's some like some dried fruits that we like rehydrate a little bit. Um, I just learned everything I needed links. to know about Harper. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> love it. Yeah, you have your individual breakfasts and uh, saddle up and ride it. Well, you know, Harper crisscross applesauces and uh, you all set out for the day. Is it like riding a magic carpet? Like, that's what I'm picturing, except it's a tortoise. So, it, like, it rocks, it rocks like... a little bit, but like, okay. it's a pretty smooth ride until things get hairy. Hey, Chase, I have a question. I have an answer. What is the name of the woods? They are called the Midwoods. <laughs> I hate you. They're not yeah. great. There's kind of mid. There's kind of mid. Kind of mid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's some good stuff and there's some bad stuff out here, but really, it's, it's woods south of Baring. Great, very, very um, picturesque, very pretty, very lush. These woods just kind of mid. Well, if you want the reason, it's it's because they're the woods that separate the uh, the seat of the country of Taggart from the southern countries. The, the, the woods are the midpoint. They're also just kind of mid. Just kinda uh, mid. Yeah, no, they're fine. They're fine. They're fine. But they're, they're not, not the ratchet woods. <laughs> no. <laughs> Very different place. That's we west of those, those are on the other side of Miller's Pond. Yeah, the yeah. Ra- that's where we would let all the animals out into the <laughs> ratchet woods. We're not a high ele- we are not a high enough level for that area. Oh, man. <laughs> Entry is not allowed. Holy shit. Bunch of, a bunch of big bugs that just spit in your face and kill you dead instantly. Yeah, you'll lose all your Pikmin real quick. All oh. like a whole bunch of Cazadors out in there and just ruin your day. Those were two distinct visceral game reactions that you boys <laughs> just walked me through. Yep. New Vegas Cazadors and simultaneously losing all my Pikmin. Yes. <laughs> God, I haven't I haven't rocked a Pikmin game in a dog's age. I I'm love due. Pikmin. Real good. Did anyone else get legitimate existential dread playing the first Pikmin as a child? Yes. Oh my gosh. Because it's like, you have 30 days, and then you'll die. I have never played yeah. a Pikmin game. So, long story short, the first game is you crash land on an alien planet, and the game is, use the Pikmin to repair your spaceship. Your life support systems will fail in 30 days, and then after and that, you, you die. You die. You are dead. This is a children's game. I've just never played it. The closest I've gotten is losing is Olimar and Smash. <laughs> A different sort of existential crisis. <laughs> a coworker of mine got really mad at me when I told him I used to main Olimar. <laughs> I'm mad at you for maining Olimar. Says the Jigglypuff main. Don't fucking come at me with this. Don't mess with Jiggly. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fuck with the puff. <laughs> God, that's uncanny. 
I forgot you could do that. Oh my <laughs> oh, god. Wow. I think I oh my god. I think I'm on the third floor of University Hall again. <laughs> Just echoing. Oh, I had a visceral reaction to that. <laughs> it's one of my most annoying skills and I will never let it go. No, you shouldn't. It's it, it's a solid impression and I'm mad that I know that now because I will never not know it again. <laughs> It's his it's his ace card. Mm-hmm. Anytime he's doing a bit or he's in an improv scene and it's just not working, just jiggle it. Oh, that no, just that's prospector. Oh, the prospector. <laughs> yeah, I've been prospecting in this town for 30 years. And I never heard of no Murphier. <laughs> oh, the prospector haunts my dreams. Oh my god. That goddamn <sighs> mafia game. The Mafia game that still will not die or end. Yep. Oh, it only got an insurgence with Among Us. <laughs> oh, no! We never did an Among Us game with with Ghostlight. We should do There's that There's still sometime. time. That's true. That's true. That's looking pretty sus. What if they had called it the Suswood? The Suswood? <laughs> that's, that's what Katie calls it. <laughs> Those woods over there, they're kind of mid. Those woods, sus. They're kind of sus. sus. Sus as hell. This, the entirety, I didn't realize the entirety of the reason for creating Katie was to force Chase to learn current teenage slang. I'm not gonna, I'm just gonna make it up. I'm just gonna make it up. It's fantasy slang. Maybe all slang is fantasy. Anyway. Anyways. So, what is everybody's passive perception? Just out of curiosity. I'm sitting at a nine. Same. Um, Ignis is sitting at a 14. Mm-hmm. 11. Okay. I love my turtle son. <laughs> All hail. All hail. My sedan-sized turtle son. You know, what happens if we put a divine spark in Ignis? What do you think my entire character arc is? <laughs> Putting a divine spark in Look, Ignis. Ascending to the turtle god. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyway. I need everybody to roll me initiative. Oh, shit. Oh. As the three of you plus Ignis are walking through the woods, there is a moment where Ignis's head perks up. Yeah, buddy. And you see uh, their eyes flash red for a moment. Uh-oh. Something is coming. Hey, look alive, folks. Ignis cannot be surprised, but this is all taking all of you by surprise. Okay. Um, that's a 14 for initiative for me. It's a 15 okay. for me. Um, okay. And the way Ignis works is he shares my initiative, but takes my turn, uh, takes his turn immediately after mine. Okay. And unless I use a bonus action to give him a command, the only action he can take on his turn is the dodge action. Gotcha. Okay. Cecil? I rolled a 19. Can I drop my initiative down to a 10? Yeah. I'd like to go last of these three. Okay, sure. And I don't see anything yet, so. Fair enough. Harper, what's your AC? Currently? Yes. 19. An arrow flies out of the woods and deflects off of your armor. Okay, look alive, everybody. Um, It's worth noting that uh, my spear and uh, my armor are like extra tricked out right now. Okay. Um, like there is some sort of like, it just looks like a bunch of weird like uh, 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 like 
tables, and there's an extra, like, sheen and polish to the armor. Like, the, the shoulder plates are, are a little longer. There's mm -hmm. added gauntlets now. Like, this okay. is this is um, Harper having interfused uh, her weapon and armor to have some more some more uh, kick. Cool. Uh, Cecil, what's an 18? Yes. Uh, 18 hit you? Oh, absolutely it does. Okay. That is going to be ba -ba -ba, three damage on you as an okay. arrow whizzes by and just barely grazes you. Ow. I don't have many hit points. Ow. Arabin, does a 14 hit you? It does not. It does not. Another arrow whizzes by you. True anime style ruffles your hair as it flies by. <laughs> and you turn around and you see emerging from the woods several bandits you are seeing a total of four looks like three kind of grunt looking dudes and one very healthy looking person who is probably the leader gotcha well shit uh that is going to take us to harper i am going to uh <laughs> i feel pretty confident right now i feel really secure in my armor I've got uh -huh. Ignis nearby. I'm feeling really good about myself. And I remember a credo from Lady Meredith of like, it always serves as a leader to make yourself look innocuous because they target you first. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of ID the guy who was the leader. I pull my big fucking Smith's hammer out of my belt and clang it on the side of Ignis to get that sort of reverberation going. Sure. Um, tap it a couple times on the sides, and then out of truly the handle of the hammer, a little fucking, like, rocket engine pops out, and the hammer goes flying straight in the direction of the, <laughs> the leader guy as I cast Catapult. Oh. <laughs> Yay! Catapult! <laughs> All right. That's, so this guy um... needs to make a dexterity saving throw. All right, Bandit Captain, Dexterity Saving Throw. Uh, gets a plus three to that, so not that's, bad. That's sad. Miss, Captain. What? Uh, what's the DC? Uh, DC 13. Roll to 14. Gah! Sorry, Is there anyone buddy. behind him? <laughs> you know what? I'll roll for it. <laughs> I rolled a two. Let's roll for the Bandit behind yeah, him. Yeah, because it keeps going! <laughs> I have rolled a, a two line. again. This guy yes! is catching the catapult <laughs> directly. So the dude that walked, like, these three walk out of the forest. This bandit captain is at the head. He's looking smirk. You launch this. It wings past. Uh, he deftly sidesteps, and it catches the guy behind him, square in the chest, roll damage. Jesus Christ, that's going to be a solid 17 points of damage. How do you want to do this? Hey! I, think it just, I think it just hits him square in the chest and he just stops moving. You like, fully start, stop this guy's heart with a single <laughs> attack and he just falls <laughs> over dead. Oh, God. Have I, have I mentioned how much I miss low-level D&D? <laughs> Dude, uh, catapult's such a fucking funny spell, too. <laughs> I just, I just like Mega Man rocket fisted a thing at this guy. <laughs> like, yep. With my movements, I'm going to hop down and kind of uh, uh, try to give Cecil some cover. So, like, mm -hmm. position myself in between uh, Cecil and the guys, the bad guys, 
and then for my bonus action, I will command Ignis to charge a bandit. Okay. If there's someone within, uh, so that'll be that'll be the end of my turn. Sure. And then Ignis has his turn immediately following mine. Yes. So he will charge 40 feet toward a bandit. Does he get to one? Yeah. Cool. He will take a, a force-empowered rend attack, which Would is just like a big chomp. One of the grunts or the main guy? We'll take a grunt. Okay. Big chomp. Go for a big, big chomp. Yeah. Roll for uh, chomp. That's a nat 19 for a 24. Yep, that'll do it. Roll damage. This is 1d8 plus uh, 2. Mm-hmm. That's going to be uh, 7 damage. Okay. Pretty good round. Uh, that is going to take us to Erebin. Uh, okay, so there's still a, a main guy? Yeah. Uh, I am going to point to him. My eyes mm-hmm. glow red, and as my bonus action, uh, I'm going to use my hex, Hexblade's curse on him. Ooh. So I look at him, my go. eyes glow, and I go, Maledicto. And then I am going to use my uh, Eldritch Blast at him. Okay. And that is a 24 to hit. Yeah. Oh, hit. because Jeez. of the Hexblade's Curse, I rolled a 19, <gasps> so that is a crit. Oh! Yay! Very nice. That would be 16 okay. force damage. Jesus. Ooh. You saw this big fucking tortoise and this scary guy and someone who's honestly pretty innocuous and you thought <laughs> these were the right guys to step to? You thought wrong. <laughs> Harper's talking trash now. She's gotten real overconfident. The tweed threw me, I'll admit. <laughs> it's my dress coat. Thank you. It's the woods. <laughs> Cecil, it's your turn. Well... He said some shit about my tweed jacket. <laughs> and I took that personally. <laughs> so I would like to do a dumb amount of magic. Okay. So I am pretty sure that I have the rules right on this. If I mm-hmm. don't, we'll figure it out. So the first thing I do, I spin my uh, the watch face, and I'm going to use Quicken Spell. Okay. Spend a sorcery point, and I cast Mind Sliver at the leader. Okay. Cantrip. Uh, they need to make an intelligence save. Uh, nine is probably not going to do it. Fail. So that's going to be four psychic damage, and okay. they have to subtract a d4 from their next save. Okay. So a little bit of Bane. So he feels this spike of energy through his brain. And then I pull my hands back, my wand drops down, and I am now going to cast Ray of Sickness. Okay. And I throw the bolt of energy at him, and then I twist my clock face again, and I'm going to twin spell it. To hit oh, another shit. one. To hit a, one of the bandits. Can, and one of them is more hurt. Can you do two metamagics in one round? As long as they're on different spells, I can. Ah. You can use only one metamagic option on a spell when you cast it, unless otherwise noted. Holy shit. So this is how I can get away with this. Okay, yeah. So I'm going after the leader, and I'm going after whichever bandit um, Ignis hit. Okay, so Ray of Sickness. All right, so on the leader, that's a 19 to hit. Okay, yep, that'll hit. And on the bandit, that's a 22 to hit. Okay. So they both need to make con saves. Okay. Bandit leader got a 15 after all the math. 
My spell save is a 14, so, so he passes. Passes that. 13 for the mook, so I think that one's going to hit. Or that yeah, one's going to so, land all the way. So that lands all the way. So the leader takes mm -hmm. 14 points of poison damage. Okay. And that's it. The mook takes nine points of poison damage and is poisoned. Okay. Oh, that's oh, that's a lot of big magic. Okay. Uh, <laughs> go get him, Hopper. Let's I just kind of scooch my way back. <laughs> get out of immediate range of danger. So yeah. Uh -huh. So so mook is poisoned, and then leader has the bane on their next. Oh shoot! That would have nope, been. They already used it. Yeah, that, that, that was on the oh, save. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So I had rolled a fifteen. The bandit captain gets a what was it? it's a plus two to his con. I rolled uh -huh. a two on the okay. on the die, so it a lot of out. math for nothing. Exactly. Cool. Okay, that is my whole turn. I have okay. done everything I can. Now it is the bandit's turn. Right, row. And, and I move back. Do I? Did I say I move back? I move backwards. Yeah. I got you. There's an Arabin. There's a Harper. There's an Ignis. I am behind all of them. Yeah, Come I'm just me, standing there in an anime pose. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> hair does the hair flow? Oh, it's flowing. I have first attack is going to be on Arabin. No. First attack's on Ignis. Cool. I have crit. Okay. <gasps> no, my That's boy. Fine. That's <laughs> my beautiful boy. Father, Father help. help. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool, cool. This is this is fine. I just have to put them back together. He's like a big fucked up flaming Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> that is going to be seven, ten damage on uh, on Ignis. Psh, easy. Second attack is going to be on Arabin. That is going to be the uh, the poisoned Mook. So rolling at disadvantage here, and I've rolled a three, so not even worth rolling again. That is Ignis. And there is going to be uh, the bandit captain is going to be taking aim at Cecil. No. Um, as he uh, just hucks a dagger at you. Actually, I'm sorry. No. Pardon me. No, he's going to charge Cecil. That's what he's going to do. He has to get by me. Oh, are you standing in the That's right. You are standing in the way. So, nope. You are going to be taking these attacks. It is three attacks. Bring it. Thank you. Highest I rolled is a 16, which for any other level three character would be just fine. That ain't gonna do it, fam. Harper leans like, like, still is cowering behind the shield. Mm -hmm. But I think after two swings, gets a little bit of gumption and actually mm -hmm. like fully parries the third with her spear. Appropriate. It's now your turn. And this bandit captain is on you. And I was like. Holy shit, y'all see that? And I stabbed the guy. <laughs> um, so because I am a battlesmith and my weapon is currently uh, magical because of my interfusion, I get to use my intelligence score for weapon attacks. So with that in mind, that's an 18 to hit. Yeah, that'll do it. And that also will add to the damage. So on the table half hill... That's tasty. That's a solid 10 damage with the broad spear. All right. Yo, flag guy. And then. <laughs> Fuck him up. <laughs> Yo, turtle lady. And then. <laughs> and then I will um, stay, stay where I'm at. And I'll bonus action command Ignis. Uh, so he'll take an attack on his turn. Excellent. My turn is done. Ignis's turn is now. 
Iggy, why don't you go ahead and chomp that some bitch? Uh, that's a nat twenty for Ignis. <laughs> Turn about is fair play. Roll them bones. Oh, two d eight. That's nine damage for the crit. Okay. Uh, how does Ignis want to do this? Um, Ignis, uh, his neck, uh, kind of telescopes out. So it's like, you know how turtles sometimes have, like, deceptively long necks? Oh, yeah. It's awful. His neck kind of telescopes out a little bit, chops this fool around the ankle, and just just swings him around and bashes him into the ground like the Hulk did to Loki. I saw that so viscerally, and I hate it, but I also do love it. I love my big turtle son. <laughs> Araben, you're up. Oh, oh and um, Ignis's oh. movement, he will um, come back to side by side with me. Excellent. The killer of the party has yet to make a kill. <laughs> <laughs> now the instigator of the party. I damage my targets and then everybody else kills them. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> the all me syndrome. <laughs> all me. Can I get in melee range of the poisoned guy? Oh, absolutely. All I right. just killed the poisoned guy. I thought. No, you, no got, you, killed... you killed the other one. Oh, uh, okay. The the leader. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna attack the poisoned guy. Mm-hmm. And that's gonna be a 19 to hit. That'll hit. And that's going to be 12 damage. 12 damage. Um, how do you want to absolutely crush this guy? Uh-huh. Uh, so I sort of look back and see that the main guy has died. And I'm like, mm-hmm. guess it's your unlucky day. And I take huh? my sword and I stab it through his abdomen and then slice upwards. Oh! oh, oh, oh. Blood and gore spills on the ground as this guy dies at your feet. Justin's on the board. Woo-hoo! Welcome to another path. Good job, Justin. Cecil. Cecil will look at, there's only one left, right? There is, the leader. Um, briefly, uh, as an aside, are any of them tieflings? One of them was. Yeah, ah. the, 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 the poison guy was a tiefling, was that tiefling. Noted. Uh, uh, the leader needs to make a con save. 14. That is going to be a 17. All right. So the uh, leader dodges out of the way of my frostbite. Mm-hmm. And I'd say, well, that sucks. Do you want to come quietly or or Arabin? Yeah. You want to take him to the basement? <laughs> He's got a free one-way ticket. Great. Uh, and I will move backwards another 15 feet. Is this the metaphor still? I would like you both to make a an intimidation check. Let's go. 16. Okay. That is a 17. With that exchange happening and his two other two companions going down immediately on either side of him, he is going to take a step back and huck a dagger at both Cecil and Arabin, and he's going to try and flee. Oh, shit. I'll take... Uh, me and Ignis both will take opportunity attacks. Oh, you are in melee, aren't you? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he's still doing it. He is very afraid. All right. 
Attacks um, go off first, I think. Am I yeah. far enough away that the dagger has disadvantage? No, you are or not. not. Okay. Yeah. You're all you're all relatively close. All right. However, let's take a look here. Uh Arabin, I don't think a ten is gonna hit you. Nope. Uh, but a dirty twenty will hit Cecil. Oh, sure. Absolutely, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> I like this jacket. I can mess it. Not, it's not protective. I just like it. Yeah, it's uh, that is going to be six piercing damage. Oh boy! Ooh. And he bolts. I'll I'll lunge out with the spear. Yep. Go ahead and take your attack. Uh, that's a nineteen from me. Hit. Only a fourteen from Ignis. That is going to be a miss for Ignis, but okay. you will hit Harper. I will hit for a solid. Six damage. He's still up, and he is running into the woods. Are we uh, letting him go? He's only no. got, he's, he's only thirty feet in. Harper, you're up. Um. Okay. He's thirty feet away from me, but I am a halfling, so I run twenty five feet, uh-huh. and then I throw my broad spear, which has a throwing range of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I will throw my broad spear. D&D math is great. <laughs> <laughs> that is a 17 to hit. That'll hit. Roll damage. 10 damage. He doesn't look good. Ignis's turn. Bonus action to command Ignis. He has 40 speed, so he can catch up. Uh-huh. And he will take an attack. Um, that's going to be a dirty... No, sorry. A 19 for Ignis. That turtle's so fast. Yeah, he's real fast. It's deceptive. Uh, seven damage. How does Ignis want to do this? <laughs> um, I think Ignis is going to... stupid. <laughs> My defender got two kills. Scoreboard. Um, I, don't, I don't think Ignis goes for a full kill. Um, I think similarly, again, reaches, grabs the ankle, and just pulls his leg out from under him mm-hmm. to get him to like face plant and stop. Um, and I would like to kind of catch up to him and put like the, just the tip of my spear into his back. Sure. And just to see if like, I don't want to kill him outright. Not like this. Yeah. Um, and just kind of look back over my head and just say, got him. I will say in this moment, he is, he's making death saves at this point. If you want, want to have that level of control. Passes Um, his first one. Can I heal? No. <laughs> None d- of us can. I technically have the capacity to, but I don't right now. It is lucky for him that his dagger did not hit me because he would have gotten a hellish rebuke. Oh, yeah. Cecil comes up. Motherfucker, he tore my best coat. Ow. God. I, can, I can fix that. That's easy. I would appreciate that very much, Harper. Not 20. So he, wait, he nat 20 the death save? He, he nat 20 to death save. So he is he alive has at a one. I hit point back, yeah. I start going through bodies. I'm looking for maps or notes specifically. Okay. Uh, give me an investigation check. I'm trained in this. <laughs> Guys, what? I get to make an intelligence check with a positive number. What a concept. <laughs> Chaos. That's a natural one. Oh. <laughs> I was so close. Oh, oh my no. God. I was so close. So or for a five, 
you start digging through and um you, you find that there was one piece of paper on one of the guys, but it's the guy that Arabin rents. Uh-huh. So it's it's very bloody and will take an incredible amount of work to get the blood out of the parchment. Oh, I don't know if, if this is if worth at all anything. Possible. Nothing good on any of these over here. Well, not nothing, because are y'all looking? I'm busy. Well, you've got the guy. Um, yeah. Arabin, what are you doing? Uh, I feel like I walk over to where Harper has the guy and I just like have my hand with an Eldritch Blast crackling around it and I'm like, I'm going to take him to the basement. I mean, do we have to? Maybe not. And I take my hand away. Mm-hmm. What's your story, friend? What's What brings you around these parts? Ugh, just trying to get away from the roads for the time being. Right. I get that. We're not taking the roads either, but we're also not attacking strangers. I go over to the second body, start going through pockets. We'll get back to that in a second. Okay. What do you want from me? You beat me. I was leaving, in case you didn't notice. Yeah, not after trying to take my two friends with you. Well, you took three of mine. Yeah, because you all started it. What's I'm the, not uh, saying we didn't. Got some ba- ass-backwards logic there, friend. I'm not saying we didn't. How are we supposed to know you weren't going to get more men? I guess you don't. Other than I just want to get out of here alive. And you've got me kind of at your whims right now. And I know better than to walk into the same situation twice. And I won't be attacking you anytime soon. Forget our faces. I'm going to remember the turtle, though. First of all, he's a tortoise. But What's the difference? That's, that's, neither, he- that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I'll tell you what. How's this sound for an arrangement? We let you go. And every little dive you come across, every little camp you pass, you let people know that the Viridian Outriders are back in business watching these roads and watching these here woods. <laughs> sure. Sounds good. Insight check. He ain't gonna tell nobody. Go ahead and roll. Natural one. <laughs> I'm setting this die aside. Terrified, you're, you're... mortified, petrified of you. <laughs> I am content with it. It is a Honest read of the situation. I will ease the spear tip off of his back and take my foot up. Ugh. Fuck. Ow, my fucking ankle. All right. Now why don't you get out of here, friend? Yeah, I'm going. I'm going. And he limps off into the woods. God, I'm tired. Whoo! I would like... All three of you to roll me three D ten for a random Yay! item table. Uh yes! so as a refresher, uh you three will roll three D ten and give me a three digit number based on those rolls. You tell we me what they are, pick. and I will give you a random item. These items have in fact uh made <laughs> gods and saved kingdoms. Yep. And, and you got high a couple of times. And set us on some wild right. trips. That's going to be a 133 for me, Chase. Okay. As the bandit captain is limping off into the woods, um, you notice that he dropped something, and you go to 
pick it up and it's like, oh, right, this guy just tried to kill me. No, I get this. And then yeah. you actually look at it um, <laughs> and it's a horseshoe that is making a slight humming noise constantly. Well, that's irritating. Yes. Why did this guy have this on him? Who's to say? Um, it's also worth mentioning, friends. I have the identify spell. So when we camp, I can go through all the random shit that we find and suss out any magical properties it might have. Oh my god, it's like we learned that we needed it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and a, a Harper's whole steez is magic objects, so. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like part of the backstory and very important and yeah. But yada, no, yada, like yada. I identify as like a crucial tool. Oh. Yeah. Arabin. <laughs> uh 369. Nice. nice. Um it is a small ship in a bottle you're kind of as that guy wanders off you walk back towards camp or not towards camp towards the the battle site and it looks like this fell out of uh, the guy's pocket that uh harper crushed in the first round interesting little ship in a bottle and you do sense some kind of magic coming off it i'll give you that much the ship as well yeah the the ship in the bottle that's what you're getting the magic off of neat the horseshoe just hums. It doesn't have magic. You got to find the mouth. I'll hang it over the threshold. <laughs> Cecil. 800. Mm. All the way down. You find a small, it looks like a very stylized eagle carved out of a pitted black rock. Huh. huh. Is it smooth? Like, well done? It, it, it's It's lovely. You find this, uh, this is among the, th uh, the possessions of the rent individual. <laughs> so it's also and his coated in blood. Trent. <laughs> Stylized eagle carved from black rock. Does it glow? Nope. It's just a really nice paperweight. Look, yeah. I've got a nice paperweight now. It's going on my desk. I owned this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> While we're futzing around, um, I will go over to Ignis and kind of assess the damage and just, like, give him praises like one would a dog after successfully, <laughs> like, scaring off a, a burglar. Naturally. And like, you did such a good job. You're going to get so many treats later. I'm going to find some, like, ground-up glass for you to eat. Uh, and I'm in the meantime, I will be casting the Mending Cantrip, which um, heals Ignis 2d6 uh, per cast. So I will just spend a, basically just two minutes to mending him to bring him back up to full hit points. Yeah, that's... Oh, I did it in one. I'm the best. Ten on the dice. All right, yeah. If uh, th We are absolutely in short rest territory if anybody needs to cool. do anything there. Sure. Uh, we'll take the time. Yeah, I'm going to short rest for sure. For sure, for mm -hmm. sure, for sure. Um, the other thing that I'm going to do is we're going to find a... Mm -hmm. Is there a clearing close by? Are we in something? Yeah. Like something that we can find. And uh, w with the help of the party and being inspired by Harper, um, Cecil says, no, that's not a bad idea, Harper. Perhaps we can instill some fear and respect back into the Outrider's name. And we drag the corpses like to a tree mm -hmm. as destroyed like destroyed and everything as they possibly could be. I'm going to assume that somewhere within Ignis or from what I have on me, we can carve some lettering into 
a plaque and nail it to a tree, and then we're going to leave these corpses at the base of a tree. Mm-hmm. The plaque just reads, Outriders are back. I say plaque. It's probably like a really thick piece of bark. Yeah. Yeah, like it's like a, it's like a plank, right, or something, and we like carve into it, and then we... we you know, get it into the tree. I just kind of assume between the walking tortoise workstation and whatever Cecil has that we can do this. That seems reasonable. Yeah, that's But fine. in doing it, um, ta- also taking note of uh, who these bandits were, what they looked like, where we saw them on the map, um, so that uh, we can give a full reporting and accounting sure. back home. During the short rest... Um... Cecil, if you if you want to toss me your jacket for a second, I can get that kind of patched up for you. That would be incredible. Thank you. Shut yeah. it off and hand it on over. It looks a little weird um, as Harper takes out her smithing tools mm-hmm. to repair a jack a tweed jacket. No, I want the hole to be smaller, not just bigger. Tr- trust the process. Okay. All this right. Is, You're the expert. Ding, ding, ding. This is how just the magic happens, as it were. Um, and I cast mending to. Mm-hmm repair the jacket it just kind of like channeled through my tools of course so like initially like the patches almost look like they're being covered up with metal Mm -hmm. um almost like what's the japanese thing where it's like with the gold apologize if i get the pronunciation wrong kintsugi Mm. um and uh it kind of looks like that at first as like they're being the patches, it's almost like, instead of normal elbow pads, it's like steel elbow pads. But uh, then as the spell is completed after a minute, it reverts back to its original sort of material. Very cool. During the rest, I'm going to, I go to clean my sword, but before the rag even touches the blood on the sword, the runes appear and the blood soaks into the runes. It's probably fine. I don't do either of us notice this? Probably not. Our passive perceptions are terrible. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> I'm busy fixing a coat. Yeah. I'll also go through and identify the trinkets that we picked up. Sure. Um cuz I can do that for free as a ritual. It just takes 10 minutes. Yeah. Your your horseshoe uh not a whole lot there. It's just it just has like a little humming enchantment on it. Can I turn it off? Make a a, a smith's tools check. Uh, 19. Yep, it's off. Cool. Can I turn it back on? (laughs) Make another check. (laughs) 15. It's on. I turn it back off. 17. It's off. (laughs) All right, cool. Stop playing with fire. (laughs) (laughs) The uh, ship in a bottle, if uh, anybody is to break it open, uh, a, a little, like, uh, dinghy will appear. Like a little lifeboat. Oh. oh. Okay. Well, isn't that just clever as hell? I'm gonna keep that in my pocket. It's like, it's a it's a lifeboat in a bottle. Lifeboat in a bottle. Oh my god. The, uh, the little eagle that is uh, carved out of rock. Tell me about my magical paperweight. <laughs> Is nothing. It, 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 well, it's not nothing. It's a lovely carved thing. It's not magical. Go ahead and make me a nature check. Me or Cecil? Uh, either of you. Both of you. All right. Uh, that's only an eight for me. Okay. Cool rock. Twelve? Twelve? It's like out of like obsidian or like some kind of lava rock. 
cool. This is nice. This will go great on my desk. Uh, could could I make a, a nature check on it as well if I not- if I notice that it's obsidian? Sure. Harper definitely brings that up. It's like, Aramon, this thing kind of looks like it's made out of the same stuff your cool sword's made out of. Uh, 12. 12. Yeah. Lava rock. Where'd you get that thing, by the way? I found it off one of the bandits. Oh, I meant, sorry, I meant like Arabin's sword. That makes much more sense, yes. <laughs> I just had never really seen weapons made out of that kind of material before. It's interesting. Yeah. It seems like it would break. Does it? Hasn't yet. Yeah. I just came across it one night, and it called to me. I get that. Insight check. Yeah, I mean, Harper's like, yeah, that makes sense. I've seen a cool <laughs> rock on the ground that I've picked up because it called to me, like, <laughs> in a less literal sense, maybe. But seventeen, Arabin, what do you think he gets with the seventeen? Uh, he knows that my choice of words was very deliberate, and when I said "called to me," it meant something else. It's a very useful blade, it seems. Yeah. Hasn't done me wrong yet. I hope it continues to serve you well. I'd love to take a look at it one of these days. Not gonna happen. I just, but like... Uh, you know, it doesn't have a pommel. You could take this eagle, right? And it looks like maybe Hopper <laughs> could like infuse it onto the pommel, right? I could probably do that. It's the same material. You think about it. That's fine. Otherwise, it's, good. it's just going to be sitting on my desk. After a little while, the three of you take off further into the woods. Cecil, go ahead and give me one more survival check. Ha ha! Natural one. (laughs) For a two. Good. That's a two. (laughs) You get lost. There is no other way about it. You are completely, for several hours, completely and utterly turned around, ass backwards, no clue where you are. I think we've been here before. Should we try to find our way back to the road? That is not a terrible idea. There's only one slight problem. I'm not sure which way that is. Ah, good. Hmm. And can anybody read stars? Mm, no. no? Cool. Great. Uh, Love that for us. Delightful. Cecil, I need you to make me a dexterity saving throw. Oh. Seems right. Five. Oh my god. This is going great, guys. Put that dice away. <laughs> I did. This is the second one. Use a third. <laughs> the three of you finally make it to a clearing. You are past evening. You are just trying to find a place to stay. And Cecil, you are firmly in belief that you have gotten your bearings again. You know where you are. You know that there is one of the clearings that you were going to check, and it's going to be right here as soon as you break the tree line. And as soon as you break the tree line, you fall. Because you're right. There was a clearing right there. But something happened in this clearing. And there is now a massive pit. You fall about 40 feet and end up taking seven damage in the process. Jesus. Cecil! Ow. Ow. Oh, shit. Are you all right? No. Arabin, 
you have night vision or you have dark vision so you can see this you are standing in you are standing at the very edge of a clearing that is probably in total about like 60 feet in circumference like it's a pretty sizable spot and there is like along the edge or bordering your edge there is a huge pit at least 40 feet down and 20 feet across and over at the very far end you can see the remnants of a campsite what is this i don't know um hang on hang on cecil i don't think i can get out of this do we have rope or something yeah 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 um i open up the hatch on ignis and pull out some rope and honestly we we might need to head down cecil do you want to come up or should we head down can you walk i can walk enough um I can look around down here, but I don't know what I'm going to find. It's real dark. If we go down, we may not get back up. I can probably rig something up that we can scale. Since I'm in the pit, can I start looking around the pit? Absolutely. Um, Do you have anything to, like a torch or anything like that? Hang on. Let's see. Mm -hmm. I got you. Um, I cast dancing lights. Oh, yeah, that'll do it. Um, and I just like send them like five feet on each cardinal direction around me and set them spinning. You set these lights and you were not expecting to find like a a room down here. But that's the only way that you could probably articulate it. You see now that the lights are up, you can see that there is like a pattern in the ground. It's not just stone floor. It's like a terracotta ground it's not like a rough hewn wall it looks like at once there are like chips of paint on the wall and against one of the far walls there is a door an archway really like there's no physical door blocking and shadow lies beyond into what would be underground in theory presumably hey y'all Hey, y'all, come back now. I ah, were right. so close. That ain't fucking right at all. <laughs> Tennessee Griffin leaking back in. <laughs> the pull of the Tennessee Griffin is severe. You know, there's, um, I don't know if you can see this, but there's a room down here, like a very old ruin, perhaps, and there's a way through or deeper. I don't, I don't know. Anything up there? I don't know. I can't really see too well. Can I kind of like figure, like look at the pit and see what made it, whether it was like an explosion or a creature of some kind? Tell me what check you want to use to find out. Probably investigation. Okay, go for it. That's a dirty 20. Okay. Your best guess would be magic of some kind. The big, like, distinguishing factor here is that the walls are, like, the the pit edge is smooth. If it was, like, a creature or something, you feel like there would be, like, a prince of some kind. Right. Um, you also see, like, there is that little campsite that looks like has been abandoned over on the other side of the pit, and it is, like fairly well set up 
But again, nothing around it has been disturbed by anything that you could see other than like the ravages of just being outside for, uh, you know, some amount of time. Something made this pit. It wasn't an explosion. It wasn't by accident. I think we should take that rope and try to get down there. Yeah, I think so. Um, Give me a minute to rig something up. You know, I think we could sleep down here. It, you know, if there anybody surprises us, they, you know, have good line of sight on us. I guess we could try going further in. Maybe. I'm going to rig up. I'm going to take some time and, like, put some knots into my rope. Um, and I've got, like, pythons that I can hammer into the ground and really secure this so we have a, a way to... If we come back the same way, we have a way out. Sure. Um, and that we can safely get down. I guess Ignis will just jump it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I can fix him. Fair. And I, can't, like... I, I, I do want to ask you, what is your plan for getting Ignis up? Because this is something that Harper would absolutely think about. Does Ignis by chance have jetpacks? <laughs> I mean, here's the thing, is that there's nothing in the, like, text block that limits you know that says it can't climb a rope i just decided to make it look like a tortoise okay okay um, that's fair. what's his strength plus two so like theoretically ignis could climb it as well in the, the same, same way that anyone else could climb it like fair enough it's, it's it's the the stat block is left intentionally vague i think so that you can it, it specifically says like you can make the thing have two legs or four like i've just kind of created this big darling tortoise of mine and <laughs> sure if you're fine with it being a little goofy then as long as we both agree it's goofy i'm fine with goofy chase like, look at what i've because like, here, here's the other, is goofy here's the other thing i would point out there's also nothing that says a war horse can't climb a rope you raise an excellent point. <laughs> no, 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 it can. I have played Skyrim. <laughs> but no, that's 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 fine. We can we we can fuck around, comma find out. Okay. I still think for going down at the moment. It oh yeah, no, that's it. just a jump. Um, Cecil, you see as um, uh, as Ignis drops down. Uh, the heavy steel feet punch into the uh, um, this like very finely laid um, like terracotta floor. I didn't think it could do that. What jump? I it, it's a tortoise. It's a it. He's much more than a tortoise. Most Clearly. tortoises don't have workshops inside them, Cecil. As I'm like climbing down. <laughs> Ignis, could you go um, put yourself in that archway, see what's there? We need some light. Listen to him, Cecil. Or, Ignis. <laughs> Listen to Cecil, Ignis. It stands in the archway. Cool. Did we forget um, that that tortoise can't talk? I'll go look in the archway. <laughs> no, nah, but he knows to, like, alert to danger and things like that. He's got, like, a sort of consciousness. It's hard to explain. I'm going to, like, try to peer around Ignis. Arabin, you look out, and your eyes go wide, and you immediately call the other two over. And as all three of you stand in the archway, you are shocked, lit with a green light that seems to emanate 
from everywhere, nowhere. It's hard to really say where it's coming from. It looks like it's coming from the ground itself. A city constructed in a design that you have never seen before. Alien architecture that reminds you of nothing from your world. This city buried beneath the ground for the eminence knows only how long. We'll call it there. Huh. Thank you for joining us here on Another Path. You can find our website and merch store at anotherpathpodcast.com, on Twitter at anotherpathpod, and our network at ghostlightmedia.net. You could support our efforts by donating at patreon.com slash ghostlightmedia, or by giving us a rating and review over on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcatcher will let you. You can find me on Twitter at TQLoudly, Griffin at GriffCold, and Ryan at RyanRoll20. You can find Justin on TikTok at JustJustinMichael, and myself at TQLoudly. We'll be back in two weeks with a new episode, and until then, remember to find your footing before you look at the map. This has been a Ghost Light Media production.